Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Get the house you want with the payment you want at buywithconrad.com. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this at buywithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. The first step to buying a house is buywithconrad.com. are about to be spoken here on the extreme life of matt hardy presented to you exclusively by podcast heat and adfreeshows.com i am john alba of course on location this week without my fancy microphone and setup so i apologize for that but i'm joined by the woken one the broken one the spoken one from the hardy compound this week a rarity mr matt hardy how are you my friend i am doing well how are you john i'm great we are in the aftermath of starcast five in Nashville. I'm still in Nashville as we record this. What a weekend we had. You signed, what, what was the number? I believe it was 778. Oh, very close. 717 autographs. That's insanity. It was, uh, it was pretty close though. You were, you were getting there when you, when you started with seven, I thought you were going to dig it. You had two sevens in the number. So that, that was pretty good recall. Brother, I was on air for like Three straight days. And no, you, you, you were a workaholic <laughs> over the weekend. I don't know how you're burnt out. I don't know how you're still ticking now. Uh, I ate an entire bag of Kit Kat minis and had some sweet tea in my hotel room today. So that's that's where sweet we're tea? at. Sweet tea? I'm in the South, baby. Oh, there you have it. You're right. We got Born a, and bred in Florida. Half-assed. That's sweet the, tea. That's right. This, or life. <laughs> this is a delicacy in the North. Uh-huh. So I'm in Nashville. I need to get my hands on that. But. We had so much fun at StarCast, man. We had our panel that we had been waiting so long for. That was months in the making, the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy Live. It was the main event of StarCast 5. And we had some special guests, the Good Brothers. What did you think of the whole experience? Uh, it, it was a lot of fun. It, it was a really fun weekend. It was a, a great day, a long day, but a great day. It was so fun interacting. I, I always enjoy meeting and greets, especially people that, you know, there's so many longtime Dalhart fans, you know, especially now that I've been doing this almost 30 years. Although I'm not as old as Shane Helms, I just want to reiterate that. Uh, there's always so many diehard fans in every area, and just especially in Nashville, 
which is such a such a lovely wrestling city in general, has such an amazing wrestling history. And uh, there, there were a lot of older fans there because this, I think everyone was kind of drawn to Ric Flair. So he controlled a big part of the demographic. So just being able to interact with these guys and, and we had plenty of time. It was a five hour signing. So I could take 60 seconds and have a conversation with everyone. It was really enjoyable, man. And, uh, and everybody seemed to have a really good experience. Yeah. The panel then uh, saw us revisit WrestleMania 33, like we did on the Becoming Broken series, but we had a couple special guests in Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson, Chad Too Bad himself. They had a real good time. I know that we got a good hearty oh boy, tackle. Chad Too Bad and Sex Ferguson. I'm pretty sure that's the two we got that yes. night. Now, oh, we certainly did get that. Man, I had an absolute blast with them. What do you think of the panel? It was, it was so fun. Uh, I would love to do it again. You know, especially considering it was our first one, I, I felt really good about it. Uh, it. It was fun to do, and it was a great learning experience. And I, and I love being able to kind of uh, step into a new scenario like that. So it was very enjoyable, and, I, and I'm excited to do it again now. Now that I've, you know, had a little taste of it, I want to do it once again. You lost your starcast virginity, and, and that that cherry was popped, and now you want more. We gotta we gotta thank all the diehard Matt Hardy fans and Hardy Boy fans that came out for that panel. It was towards the end of StarCast and everyone was so excited to get over to Ric Flair's last match. And there were a bunch of fans that stayed behind and said, no, I got to make sure I see that panel in person. And Matt and I cannot express how grateful we are for all of you who did. It was very really cool. And the beauty is that entire panel alongside all the other panels are available on replay over on Fight TV, who did an incredible job. Matt Chivani and his crew did a really awesome job uh, taping all those panels. And uh, there were amazing shows, Matt, that you have to go back and check out. Renee Paquette yes. did a great interview with Brian Danielson. Uh, Soraya, the former Paige. She had her own panel, Kevin Nash. The four horsemen reunited on stage for maybe the last time. Man, what, what I've never asked you this. What is your favorite edition of the horsemen? Oh, that's a good question. Um, like when I say the four horsemen, who are the people in the stable in your mind? Yeah, yeah. The the, the four horsemen that first pop into my mind are Rick, Tolly, Arn, and Lex. Those are almost the first four that pop into my mind. And that might not be my favorite combination. I love Barry and the Horseman, too, when he did his thing. But but I would say my core three are, you know, Ric Flair, Arn, and Tolly. Those are my guys. My favorite favorite Horseman bit uh, of all time, I think, is when – do you remember when they did those black and white vignettes and there was one where they attacked someone and they did the deal where they broke his hand, broke his arm, whatever? Maybe. I, I love those so much as a young guy. And, and that made me a huge fan of the Horseman, especially because Ric Flair, the leader – was from North Carolina. I was already kind of drawn to him as it was because I obviously was born and raised in North Carolina. So uh, the four horsemen were cool. They were, I've been down with the four horsemen since day one. Yeah. Ric Flair's last match, the whole presentation, man, that, that show you walked into the Nashville municipal auditorium and it felt like you were at a legitimate Jim Crockett promotion show. It was one of the coolest vibes I've ever seen at a wrestling show. Have you ever performed at the auditorium there? Uh, I have. I have. I uh, I was there with AW last time they were there. Oh, right. 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 Yeah. AW run that venue. Great venue for wrestling. Uh, the sight lines are awesome. It got so loud in there for the main event. I, I can't even tell you. It, I, it felt like it was in a movie almost. It was just wild, man. But uh, what, a, what a great weekend we had at StarCast. And if there's ever another one or if there's another panel that Matt Hardy and I get to do, we hope you'll join us because 
it was truly a lot of fun. John, um, I got to ask you, I got to ask you, what was your favorite match on the card? The triple A match. One triple A match? Yes. Uh, it was unbelievable. It was Bandito, uh, Laredo Kid, Taurus, and Ray Phoenix, who all four are probably in the top 50 best wrestlers in the world. And I think Ray Phoenix is probably in the top five best wrestlers in the world. There you have it. Uh, you're, you're a big fan of the new current style, especially very triple A heavy. I know that that is your thing. It was just so cool that you had this JCP set and then bam, Lucha. It, sure. it was this awesome dichotomy that we got to see. I was really excited for your uh, fat two and Josh Alexander. But the finish got a little wonky. Those damn major brothers, Cardona and Brian, made a run in, but then Dallas Page laid him out with the diamond cutter. So that I saw that. I saw. uh, I saw uh, Cardona got a diamond cutter. He got banged. That's what he gets. Cardona took away my mic on the fight (laughs) TV stuff. He ripped it from me. He said, "Who the hell are you?" And then my brother DDP, who I do his podcast, DDP Snake Pit, right here on podcast. He he said, "John, I've got you." He ran in. And he dropped Matt Cardona with the diamond cutter. He's just, oh, you're asking who I am, Matt Cardona? You're asking who I am, a.k.a. Zach Ryder? I am the host of one of the greatest podcasts going today. You should damn sure know who John Alba is. That's it, man. Of Duh. course, it's the extreme life of Matt Hardy. Uh, guys, and, and if you think it's the greatest podcast going today, what do you do? You go over to Apple Podcasts. You go to Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. What do you do, Matt? You make sure to leave us a great review. And we will read it if you post it anywhere on Matt Hardy Pod social media or John Alba social media or Matt Hardy brand social media. We'll be looking for it. And then go give us a review. Do it on all our platforms. Give us a five, cinco, five, cinco, five, star review. You're in a good mood tonight. I like it. <laughs> this, 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 this is definitely a great way to get engaged with that show, guys. We would very much appreciate that. Uh, Matt, last week we did Matt Fact, Matt Fiction. It was probably our most unique show to date. Right. Uh, anything else you'd like to add on that one? Uh, I really enjoyed it. That that is, I feel like one of the most fun episodes we've done. It was super entertaining. And, and every story I said, I was as honest and as transparent as I could possibly be. Uh, er- everything I did and described about the Mad Facts and how they've changed and evolved over, over time was, was very honest and very factual. So uh, I've got a lot of good feedback from it. And I'm glad people are enjoying it. I love Mad Facts. They're such an important part of my history and my backstory. So I, uh, I'm so glad we did an episode on that, John. Me too. I thought it was a unique way to dive into your past here on the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. And this week, we are not just diving into your past. We're diving into your present. And that is because. And most likely future as well. Hopefully your future. <laughs> and, and, and and we are going to be talking about your wife, Queen Rebecca. Right. Because Matt Hardy, Queen Rebecca, Rebby Hardy, well, she's celebrating a big birthday this week, isn't she? That's correct. Yeah. She is celebrating a huge birthday. I'm not even going to say our age. I'll see if she wants to say it when she's there. But she was born in 86. So she's having a birthday coming up. She's not as old as Shane Helms. That's all that's important. That's all. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. No <laughs> one is as old as Shane Helms. You're not as old as Shane Helms. I'm not as old as Shane Helms. Queen Rebecca is not as old as Shane Helms. No. I don't know. I don't know anyone that's as old as Shane Helms. Oh, no. It's, I'll, so I'll try and think on it. If I, if I come up with anyone, I'll let you guys know. 
Yeah, as a matter of fact, I, I would venture to guess that in maybe a month or so time, we get an announcement that Conrad Thompson's putting on Shane Helms' last match. Yeah, I mean, they better do it before he he moves on. You know, I want to get that match. I want to get that match happening. I want to. I want to get it done. What What venue in Bumblefuck, North Carolina, would they be running that one at? Um, <laughs> I would put him at the uh, the Goldston Sports Arena, where I first saw him stoned. I think that'd be a good venue. It's still open. Mm. Well, if Matt, not that, if not that, I would say Dorton Arena. That that would actually be a great location. Do Dorton Arena in Raleigh, North Carolina. It's an iconic NWA venue. Well, Matt. Shane Helms would have to drive himself to that because it's in North Carolina. But as we heard in the past, he locked his keys in the car, but it wouldn't be a problem for him if he had car shield. And this episode of the extreme life of Matt Hardy is brought to you by car shield. Car shield makes it easy and affordable to protect your car from expensive repairs. And that's just for starters. It's the number one auto protection company in the U S and offers protection plans for around a hundred bucks a month. The plans cover more parts than ever before, whether your car is 5,000 miles or 150,000 miles. And it is so simple to get your car fixed. When you need a repair, you choose the mechanic and car shields administrators. They handle all the rest of it. That's it. No paperwork, no headaches, you're taken care of completely. And if your car breaks down, you're stuck on the side of the road. Plans through Car Shield include coast to coast roadside assistance. And uh, this is a shoot, brother. You know, our producer, Josh Odom, you got a yes. chance to finally meet him this past week. Yes. Well, after Ric Flair's last match, his car broke down outside of Nashville Municipal Auditorium and he didn't have Car Shield and his car was stranded there overnight, Matt. Brutal. Goodness gracious. Thinking about this, I wish I would have had Car Shield. 27 years ago, and I could have maybe helped Shane, and I wouldn't have had to drive him in the freezing cold all the way back to Smithfield to get his spare uh, set of keys. Car Shield, I, thank God you're here. You're a godsend. Thank you, Car Shield. They certainly are. They're there for you with rental car options and trip reimbursement, no extra costs. Get your coverage today. You're going to lock in your price right now, and it's never going to go up. That means as long as you own your car, no matter how old it is, you're protected from the rising cost of parts and all the repairs for your vehicle. And we want to yes. help you protect your wallet with car shield from expensive car repairs. And they're going to do the same for you. Go to carshield.com slash podcast and start your plan and lock in your pricing forever. That's carshield.com slash podcast. A deductible may apply. All right, Matt. Yes. So we're going to have a very special guest for us. Would we you are, but I, I've been thinking about this. This is a special episode, John. We need to do two Matt facts. Two I Matt. think so. I think it's appropriate for this. It's a big episode. Let's episode hear. 31, two Matt Facts. Let's hear number one. All right. Matt Fact, Matt is not a fan of wearing headphones while podcasting. <laughs> That's a cute one. So, you know, uh, I think we should welcome our guest on in. This is going to be a fun conversation. You are asking for trouble here, brother. This is <laughs> my middle name is trouble. <laughs> well, Max said that the other day. He said, my middle name is danger. <laughs> Outstanding. He is a hardy boy through and through. Well, you said it, Matt Hardy. Let's give the people what they want. It's my favorite hardy in the hardy household. I do know this, man. I'm working hard. I'm working hard to try and climb up the ladder and win you over. Ladies and gentlemen, Rebby Hardy. Ladies and gentlemen, there she is, Queen Rebecca Rebby Hardy. You are on the extreme life of Matt Hardy, and we are celebrating a big Hardy birthday. Happy early birthday, Rebby. Oh, 
Oh. Yeah, happy birthday. How Thank are you going to be? Thank you so much. I'm celebrating my 30th birthday for the sixth time. Oh, all you. right. There you go. Well, <laughs> outstanding. Outstanding. <laughs> we are so grateful that you hopped on with us. And when Matt and I were planning out our schedule for the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy last year, I said, we have to do a Revy centric episode because your relationship is so unique. And it's, it's one of those stories that you, you almost have to process it when you realize how your relationship even came about. It's so unlike anything else out there. And uh, I can't wait to take a deep dive into it. And you're such an essential part of his life, Revy. And uh, let's, let's get down to it here. Why don't we? And Matt, I had, I had, I had, I, I had Rebby on the Wives of Wrestling podcast a few months ago, and I heard her perspective, but I'd love to hear your perspective to start, Matt. Uh, when did you first come across Rebby? Um, my first introduction to Rebby, uh, to go into our origin story, Ooh. the origin story of Scholar. The prequel. Yeah, was uh, someone had tweeted me. Do you remember their tweet username? Yeah, it was, it was like offensive. Can I say it? Yeah. It, it was, say, it's like a wrestling bad word. It was like a uh, like thing about uh, Homeboy. There's something about Chris Benoit. Yeah, it was. It was uh-huh. like, I don't know. What was his nickname? It was like his nickname or something. Like his wrestling nickname or something. Um, a crippler crossface. Like something angel or something. Pegasus. 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 Something, Pegasus. A- angel Pegasus. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. Angel Pegasus. Was that definitely based off from Benoit? Though? Yeah, because their profile picture was okay. it. <laughs> okay. Well, it was something Pegasus. So um, Wild Pegasus. Wild Pegasus. Wild Pegasus. Okay. That's what it was. So someone named Wild Pegasus is said, hey, Matt, I really think you should meet Revy Sky. She's awesome. And she I think you would like her. I think you guys would get along really well. So this is uh, this is someone I think you would uh, be great with if you guys ever went out on a date. So you should check her out or send her a message. And then that's how it started. Just from that very, the very tweet. Yeah. But she was relentless. It wasn't just like one tweet. And that's it. She would tweet like several times a week for a couple weeks well, she, then, she was a matchmaker yeah i guess so yeah she she took credit actually when we got married i looked for her online and the username was no longer valid but they've since reinstated it oh is she yeah because i was gonna try to invite her to the wedding yeah oh my god because <laughs> everyone was like oh my god you gotta invite this girl when we told the story somewhere else oh uh, but yeah i i had just broken up with some fuck boy and the girl had you know i guess seen me lamenting on the internet like oh and she had tweeted me like oh you should talk to this guy no reason zero reason no connection whatsoever i've never spoken one word to him a day in my life so it's so random you should talk to matt hardy and i the tweet was like they're both sweet and they've both been through heartache wow okay like there's okay and uh <laughs> so they make a great couple and i said some sarcastic Thing. like oh yeah okay I'll, I'll like i'll let you know when we get married or whatever and then we had been booked for the same show that was about an hour from me and buttfuck poughkeepsie 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 new york places and she had seen that he was going to be there and i was gonna be there and she, oh, are you guys gonna meet up and i'm just being a smart ass and i was like well how else are we supposed to consummate the marriage right because this girl is like relentless like you guys need to meet you are meant to be you We'll be together. And I was like, yeah, okay, okay. We're going to go. We're going to meet him. Maybe she was on to something. Well, we consummated that night, okay? I ain't that type of girl. But (laughs) not far off. (laughs) Not far off. (laughs) Well, it's like we met and we were like kind of like, you know, 
inseparable sense. Kind, kind of, of. Kind, of, kind of super flirty. Kind, kind of super flirty. Yeah. Yeah. But you're super flirty with everyone. You're just like a, a hoe. Not like you. Not. I'm not, I'm not super flirty with everyone like I am with you. Oh, I thought you were calling me out. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, like, bitch, yeah. I don't like nobody. I don't flirt with nobody. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you nobody. Ain't never been a, you ain't never been a hoe back in no, the day? No, no. Once upon a time, no. No. <laughs> no. So, so was it an instant? I was a virgin when I met him, actually. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> That must be... <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to ask you if that was my back to my fiction. Well, um, so was it this instantaneous attraction from both of you to one another? Because when you had see a tweet like that, that's like in the back of your head as you're meeting each other. Oh, wait, they said that I should meet him and I should meet her. Was it instantaneous like that? Uh, I remember asking you to come eat with us. Right. And we all went to uh, was it Ruby Tuesdays? It was TGI Fridays. TGI Fridays. TGI Fridays. So yeah. crazy because I just told this story on TikTok today. Oh wow! Okay, well there yeah. you have it. This our, was meant to be our romantic love story about how you romanced me standing on a toilet. Yeah. Over the stall partition in the bathroom of a TGI Fridays. Yeah, that's what I did. Listen, and, we're getting and, deep into this origin story. And, and it, 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 it was the the female bathroom. Too, yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So we were kind of I like, followed her in. I don't know what it was, but I, I feel like I was just trying to one up him all night. Like <laughs> I didn't. You were. We were he, very competitive. OK, I'll tell you what, because me and MVP were doing this horse shit and we wrestled that night and we were doing the like, I'm better than you. I can one up you. I can one up you. So she took the gig, too. And she took it serious. She said, I'll take it to another level. And we were doing that with each other, trying to one up. One yeah. Up. So it's like, who could eat the most? Who could drink the fastest? Who could whatever the fuck? I don't even know. So then I was like, OK, I got to go pee. And this motherfucker follows me into the bathroom stall. OK, look, don't cancel no, no, him. No, no, it no. was a different time. No, 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 no. no it followed... wasn't your bathroom stall. I went to an independent the... bathroom stall. No, no, no. Oh, into the bathroom, not the bathroom <laughs> stall. Again, I'm not that type of girl. Into the ba- <laughs> women's bathroom. And so we're in, you know, share you know stalls next to each other there's yeah. a little wall okay it's you know privacy right chastity um and then it turned into a pissing contest right it's like why the hell are you in the bathroom you what you're gonna try and piss faster than me too by the way he got pee shy i i won of course <laughs> so i peed for <laughs> anyway i didn't just- even have to pee Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're just that's, being weird. You're just that's true love right weird. there. That's true love. You didn't even have to pee. You just wanted just to be with you. Into the bathroom. No, and then he starts going like, you know, like that guy from Home Improvement, the neighbor that like goes over. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, what's up? Fucking howdy. This mother, he goes over, he's standing on the toilet over the bathroom stall, like trying to have a conversation. I was like, bro, this is... I guess this is what we're doing. So I'm standing on the toilet and we're having a conversation. And it's like, you know, 10, 10 minutes. I don't even remember what we talked about. I can't. It was thoughts from the original thoughts from the throne. That is, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. No, okay. He used to have a YouTube series called Thoughts from the Throne. And he'd sit on the throne. Okay. Anyway, anyway. I That's not a real throne, but we're on yeah. the figurative throne. <laughs> we, the figurative throne. We, we were in public toilets. Yeah. Great. Um, so anyway, we I remember we go outside and this is crazy. I literally just got a text and I could literally pull it up. <laughs> I just got a text from Kevin Keenan. He texted oh me boy. literally. When was this? Today at 836. It's 916. And I got a little more insight from that interaction, actually, because I, you know, like I said, which interaction? I, 
that night because oh, I told okay. I just said I posted on TikTok. Yeah. So Kevin seen it and okay. he said there was a waitress who tried to go into the bathroom. MVP chatted her up for like 10 minutes. Oh, they, they, he was blocking the door. He was yeah, protecting the door. Because he thought we was, MVP was he thought we was in the there banging in the freaking TGI and Bobby, it was not like that. Okay. We were having a pissing contest. I don't think he thought that. No, that's yes, a, of course he did. That's a good I'm sure right you there. ended on too because no. when, when we walked out we the were bathroom, conversing, damn it. You know, when we walked out the I love bathroom, converse. he was like, Oh, hey, yeah, hey, brother. What yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, Fluffy fish, fluffy fish, fluffy. Oh, thank you, brother. Thank you. Didn't even pay out there, brother. He was giving me the eye like this, bitch. Like what got in the bathroom for 20 minutes over here. No. We no. Anyway. Yeah, so that was, that was the night we met. Wow. That's, you know, we've told stories on this podcast before about Matt Hardy going into uh, urinal stalls with Michael P.S. Hayes, and they end much differently than that one did. And um, I'm really happy to hear that. So uh, uh, you could have ended up with urine on you, Rebby, and thank goodness you didn't. Uh, that, you mean to that... say I wasn't the first? <laughs> 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 Michael Hayes and the Freebirds. That was their gimmick, brother. Yeah, great, they, they didn't have pissing contests. They, they had contests to pee on one another. That's legitimate. Okay. And he did that to Jeff one night. He peed, once, he peed on Jeff. Yeah. He he held held his penis as tight as he could get. Who held whose penis? And Michael held his penis. Whose penis? He held his own penis. <laughs> He held his own penis, and then the top guy. He held his penis. Like Motherfucker, you got a whole in suspense. Whose penis? Whose penis are we holding? He's holding his own penis, <laughs> the penis that his, he owns okay. that is attached to his vessel. I mean, once you piss on him, I guess that's your penis. And he's holding the penis, and then the top, the, the, the head gets real red, and it's going... Yeah, that's what growing, happens. Yeah. Growing, growing, growing. And then Jeff's in the stall with Simon, and he lets it go. Ooh, and he goes... When it goes flying all the way that over, that is not and how it works. Oh, it, I, not I, yeah. it's not a guy. This, okay, yeah, I, a, I saw it. We have a fellow, I was there. I we saw. We have it. a fellow man here. Is that how it works? If you were to hold it long enough, it would probably be projectile. And it's painful too. It hurts to hold it like that. Yes, because there's nowhere yeah, for I mean, it to go. That's what he did. That was like his. That was his. That was his whole gimmick. Everybody's like, "Woo, do the P trick," you know, in the old days. Yeah, whoa, do the P trick. I can't wait to see it. We love it at parties. Yeah, right. And everyone's like, "Bring back the Attitude Era." <laughs> Check out the uh, Extreme Life of Matt Hardy archives, Michael PSA's episode. You can hear more about that story oh, there. Get on that, yeah. <laughs> um, but so, so you guys, you come across, you you cross paths. There's some degree of attraction here, obviously. Uh, Matt, when was it that you knew that this might be something different? Um, I mean, we, we stayed in contact pretty closely uh, following that, and and she's she's a she's very good at staying in contact. Like, I mean, she'll if she has something she's interested in or intrigued with or into, she like stays on top of it. So, so it was great for me on, on that, on the, on that side, but like, I knew like she was seemed very special, very sweet, very smart, very charismatic, obviously very beautiful. So, uh, you know, we just stayed in contact. We kept seeing each other. I know you traveled here and I would see you when I was in the area, we would do everything that we could, right. To try and make it work out. And, and I felt like in the beginning, you know, like we did it, but then there was like this feel like it was a little something more. Yeah. Yeah, you tell. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm giving my my standpoint. I <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I can't speak for you. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. You don't have to close out. Bye bye. <laughs> and that's- speaking of that, I need to interrupt real quick and hit my mat fact for the episode. Oh, Please. Please. 
You ready? No, Stan, you need to be in on this. Oh. Matt fact, Matt loves making children with Rebecca Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect timing. Yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> Perfect timing. Right on cue. There you have. <laughs> oh, I, I was. We're going to talk about the the house Hardy, but uh, so Rebby, when was it for you that you knew that Matt could be something different here? Um, I feel like maybe it was like our first date. I always remember it because you know sometimes music just sticks with you, especially when it's connected to a memory. So we had gone mm-hmm. to. Uh, Universal Studios, the yeah. theme park. And that was like our first official, I guess, time that we hung out. And it was like a date because I was booked at TNA and obviously he was working there at this time. So we, I, I think I stayed an extra day or we went the day before. So I don't even know, but we worked it out. We went and I remember we spent the day at the theme park and I, okay, I'm going to sidetrack here because part, part of the reason why I was like, wow, this guy's cool as hell is because I walk fast, you know. This I mean? is great. You I should walk, share this. this I walk fast great. everywhere I go. Like I, I don't got time for shit. Like sure. you know, being from New York, if you're Wait. one second late to anything, you might miss the train. You might right. miss an opportunity. You know what I mean? So everything you do, you gotta go, go, go. Because if you, if you could be one second late, and it could change your life. You know what I mean? So I, I gotta tell you though, if anyone ever passes Rebecca Hardy in her grocery store, document it and send it to me because it will <laughs> never happen. Shopping with her is like a workout. It's intense. I can't keep up with it. All right. Okay, go ahead. So I'm walking how I'm walking through the theme park, right? Like you want to get through all the rides. You want to get it done. You don't want to, you know, just walk in the heat and dawdle and stuff. Okay. So he was walking fast too. And, and he was like, oh, this is cool that you like you, you're so fast. Like, it's cool to find someone who could like keep up with me. I like walking fast too. Wow. Bro, when I tell you, when I tell you, this is the slowest man <laughs> I have ever met in my life. I have never met a slower walker. It was like that first day he was like, he had the facade up and I was like, damn, this guy's cool as fuck. Like, he's like, he's like, <laughs> he walks fast. He walks fast. He's fine. Like, he's cute. Like, he's okay. And he's, he's fat. I don't got to be dragging him through. You know what I mean? Nope. What a liar. What a lot. You were just putting on a front. You were just trying to stunt. You would try to stunt the feet. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. <laughs> anyway, so we New York minute. The slowest motherfucker <laughs> in the whole universe. Because I couldn't pay you to walk fast now. Anyway, <laughs> it's the end of the day. And we were like so tired from walking fast, I guess. And we were like <laughs> sitting by this fountain in Universal. And there was this Cheryl Crow song that came out. We were just like so exhausted. And we were just like leaning on each other. I was like man, this feels different. Like, I hope I'm not catching your feelings for this fucking guy. And <laughs> and that was it. And I was thinking that song and I was kind of thinking that day, but that was it. I was like, oh, this is probably going to end up like being my boyfriend. <laughs> not just like a guy. No, but it worked out. Wow. I think so. We were just at Universal and I was thinking about that again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. 
If someone relies on you financially, your spouse, your child, anyone, life insurance gives you the peace of mind that they'll have a financial cushion if something ever happens to you. By making it easy to compare your options from top companies, Goliath Life helps make sure you're not paying a penny more than you have to for the life insurance coverage you need to protect those you love. At GoliathLife.com, you can compare personalized quotes from top companies to find your lowest price. The process is fast and easy with no hidden fees, upsells, or hassles. Goliath Life is your one-stop shop to find the life insurance you need at the right price. Head to GoliathLife.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save. That's GoliathLife.com. Are you feeling stuck making minimum payments on your credit card debt? Savewithconrad.com can help, and you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? Get rid of your credit card debt and lower your monthly payments right now at savewithconrad.com. It's so cool because you guys on the surface are so different, but at the same time, there is this mutual understanding of one another that allows you both to come together and form the perfect team. And that, that is, it's truly as an observer and you have millions of fans out there, they, they see it too, that you guys are so unique in that sense. What is the key to having balance in that dynamic and understanding one another when you do come from such different backgrounds? I uh, I would say, as she reprimands one of our many children. No, just open on the juice. No, right. Uh, I would certainly say that I think the biggest thing is, is that we, we both really understand compromise now. And that's very important. And, and, and that's I think that's tough for a lot of people in relationships. In the beginning, when everything is, uh, you know, there's that new feel on everything. There's that new coat of paint, so to say, because you've just got together and everything's so new and fresh oh, and clean and shiny. Great. Yeah. You know, everything's so good. But once you get past that honeymoon stage, you do realize that, like, you know, they're another human being. They obviously uh, have their imperfections like any human being does. And you you, you understand how, how to work with one another. And you also understand how to compromise. And that's the that's the I think what has been the most successful with us, as our relationship has went on over the years, we've really learned how to compromise and we understand how each other are different. And, and I think we respect that to a degree. And, and we've got to the point where we don't try and change one another. We just accept the other one is this or the other one is that. And I think our biggest bonding factor is that more than anything, we both share the same goals. We both share the same dreams. We, we, we had the same dreams of like raising these kids and turn them into uh, productive human beings and making sure they're raised right and, and they they mature and evolve right. And, and that's like our same goal. And, and having that goal is, is the ultimate bonding point, I think. Yeah. What would you like to add to that? Plus one. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think you said it all. Pretty much, I think the most important part is to not focus on uh, any deficiencies you know just focus on the person's strengths you know not everyone is good at everything all the time and just focus on what they are good at well mm-hmm. the thing it's is we're going to be walking fast but it's going to be a whole bunch of other good stuff focus <laughs> on the good I, I'm from the Northeast as well, Rebby. I, I grew up in a similar environment to you right outside New York City. It's hustle bustle. It's nonstop. And I know when I go to restaurants, even like I'm in Nashville right now and things take for fucking ever. And I'm just like yeah. ready. They to got nowhere ring. to go. 
I got nowhere to go. I'm ready to ring. And so, and and I know Matt and Matt's much more easygoing and laissez-faire. How much of an adjustment was that for you in trying to get comfortable with that? Uh, and yeah, it was a lot. It still is a lot sometimes, you know, cause I know he has it in him. He just chooses when to turn it on and off. So <laughs> I feel like there's, there's a time and place for urgency. Uh, for me, it's all the time. Uh, I feel like when I really need it, I expect him to turn it on. And I think he's good at that. I don't expect it all the time, but I, I feel like he gets now when something has urgency and I'm like, literally now, like he'll, Okay, he'll yeah. get he'll and, get it together. I will, and I can say for you too. I can tell as you've matured and you, you've evolved over the years as well. Like there are times where you'll actually relax and and kind of like slow down a little bit and just kind of like take it all in. It's not often that you do that, but there are times that you do, and and I enjoy when you do do that because I, I get I get worried about your stress levels because I know like you'll go 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 go. Got to do this. Got to do that. Got to do that. Ah, ah. Being very stressful. I do like it when you just breathe and kind of like take your time and slow down, and relax. Are nice. Even like the, when we watch Stranger Things now, and you'll sit there and you know. You, what am I going to do? Fast forward it? No, <laughs> but just, for, for you to actually sit there for two hours and not focus on doing anything else. I mean, that, that, that's a win. And that is true. I because you you never, for, you never I'm forced to multitask. Now nowadays I'm forced to yeah. multitask, but my whole life I've kind of chosen to multitask because there's you know there's always a hundred things that I want to get done all the time. There's a hundred things I want to learn all the time at the same time. So yeah, I guess it is hard to like just like ever sit down and do one thing because I'm like I could be doing this, I could be making a dress, I could be reading, but you know like a hundred other things. So, I mean, yeah, there, I there, there'd be times where I, I say like, hey, watch this. I really want you to see that we I did this. Oh uh, no no, and you'll so and you'll show me a seven minute long wrestling promo. Nobody has time for that. No, but what I'm talking about is like, you'll start watching and like, you're, you're on your phone. Blah, 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 and then you start doing this and you're knitting over here on the side. And you're like, <laughs> still listening to it and watching. I was like, Oh my God, if you're doing all these different things, but I'm watching. Yeah. But you're not really, you're not, you're not <laughs> appreciate. You're not, you're not intaking it. Like you should. You sit, you sit back there. You, you sit back there. And for two, we've, every time we've watched, we watched two episodes uh, and she'll just sit there. And for two hours, it's just like nothing, no phones, no children, just sit there and enjoy it. It's been so great. We yeah. do it late at night. Thanks. I think it's really cool that both of you are so extravagant in your own respective ways. Matt Hardy is this closeted, major, theatrical, larger-than-life personality that we know can come out on a moment's notice. And, and Rebby, you are so cultured with uh, the dancing and and you're a, a tremendous musician and uh, your taste for decor and everything people see this stuff on your tiktok your instagram everywhere uh, you both are are very uniquely extravagant in that have you guys taken time to appreciate that about one another in any way i mean i, I definitely all the time like I, I compliment her tiktok her tiktok's great wrestling fans tell me all the time and i, and I say this and i'm not saying it's sarcastic I mean, I might say it because she thinks it's a joke, but like when I say she's a TikTok influencer, I am serious. And I mean, it as a compliment. No, 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 no. But he says it's, it's not. It's, he, I, he no. says influencer. He doesn't say TikTok influencer. He says like, oh, influencer. No, like when Rebbe. you call Jeff a rock star, like rock star, like. But I mean, he is. Rebbe. I mean, he, he is. I mean, that's a no. quality. I know he, he is. Sarcastic. And I am technically an influencer, but it's how you say it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, Rebby, legitimately. He and I were at the convention this past week and we were talking to Candace Michelle and, and her partner that was there. And she literally said, Matt, your wife is the most incredible TikTok account that I follow. Like, like legitimately, uh, I, I had a friend who was like, so if you know Matt Hardy, that means, you know, Rebby Hardy. Right. 
I love her, her TikToks. It's true. Ah, you, I mean, you have an influence there. Well, thanks. I'm dead serious. It's hard work. I know it just seems like uh, selfie. It's a lot of work. No, it is. Coming up with material and content and consistency. And I mean, and I'm there for it. I said, whatever you need me to say, whatever you need me to do. And uh, a pretty big Matt fact is Matt is not fond of dancing. But, you know, Matt, Matt will try and dance, whatever you can do on her TikTok. And I'll just say, go ahead. I'll say whatever you want. I'll wear whatever you Throw want. And, and make, make, make fools of me. Throw you know, ass. as long as it continues to build your status as a TikTok influencer. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm good for it. I'm there for it. Oh, God. Thanks. Thanks. Well, we talked about a lot on our Becoming Broken series, but Queen Rebecca was an instrumental character in the broken universe and that yes. broken hearty family became an entity that wrestling fans really grew to identify with. Was there any hesitance to get Rebby involved, Matt, uh, on that stage? Obviously, Rebby, you had a wrestling background, so that wasn't a worry, but uh, to be thrust into this unique experience and then Rebby, uh, what were your initial reactions to the whole broken character? Mine? Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I thought it was great. Uh, I feel like I was constantly like throwing ideas out for it. And um, I liked how it it kind of had elements of musical theater and Broadway, you know, with the hair. I wanted it like Sweeney Todd. You know, there was Phantom of the Opera references in every promo that I did when I announced him out before he became broken. It was, it, you know, from the piano and the costuming and stuff. It was it was uh, it was right up my alley for sure. I was looking through old pictures, actually, from literally high school. Mm-hmm. And I am wearing a broken Matt Hardy coat like <laughs> it is. It is a black version of that coat. And I I'm pretty sure it's from the store where we bought the first ever version in New York. Okay. Which that store closed down. So sad. Anyway, uh, but but yeah, it was right in my alley and I loved it. And I loved it incorporating the baby King Maxwell, you know, my first kid, I couldn't be separated from him. So if he wasn't part of it, I couldn't have been part of it because I was just like so connected to this child, you know, couldn't let him out of my sight, could never leave him at home. Even John, to give you some backstory in everything, like uh, big John Gabrick had offered her a contract and uh, Dave yeah. Lugana, they were going to sign her. After then, a knockout, <clears throat> knockdown. Yeah, a but, but whenever they called, we just found out she was pregnant with Max. The week before. Yeah. We just, just learned that. So obviously that was turned down. <clears throat> After Max was born, I said, I said, Big, I think now is the opportunity. If we're going to go, and he was, all, he was all sold on doing the double term between myself and EC3, which you can also see in our archives. And I said, I think the key to really solidifying me as becoming a heel. I think her, she is the key as my wife and let her be the little voice that gets inside my head. Like, no, you have to stop giving and start taking, which I, I feel like generally in pro wrestling, I'm a pretty giving guy. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm more giving than most people are, you know? So that was kind of, you know, built out of reality a little bit, but she's like, no, stop giving and start taking. And that has kind of led to big money mad, obviously. And, and like, she was kind of like the motivating factor that kept me being a real, piece of shit and you know get get me focused on you know when when the championship and that's all that matters nothing else matters when the championship it didn't make a difference whose back you have to break whose neck you have to snap win the championship and win and make money do you like nothing for wrestling do you like being that vindictive evil character Rebby? that is my favorite that was my (laughs) favorite you know uh dave lagana and and tna 
were so amazing and just having faith in me and giving me a live mic and let me go out there and just talk shit. I mean, looking back, I'm like, wow, that is ballsy. Like they really like, <laughs> they really just said, here you go. Said, you know what I mean? Like they were so cool, but yeah, it was fun. That was, you know, that's my dream come true. Go on there and antagonize people. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Best job ever. Antagonize Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. That's a dream come true. <laughs> I mean, but look though, the, we saw Method the meta- acting. We, we saw the metamorphosis of that though. And it became this beloved, just uh, enigmatic experience. This whole broken hearty and the house hearty became so incorporated. Your father, the kids, was there any hesitance from your behalf, Rebbe, to get the family involved and take back that extra layer and let everyone into your lives like that? No, because it was very produced. It wasn't like uh, reality TV. You know, we, were very much involved in the whole creative process. They were very receptive to any ideas that, you know, obviously that Matt had, that I had. Uh, if I ever said no to anything, no one was ever going to push it, you know? So it was it was very much like a joint effort, a, a creative collaborative bubble. So there was never any like, eh, I don't know about this. Like there was a lot of trust there on both sides. I, I mean, I'm not excited for Max. It'll be 12 or 13 years old. Obviously I want him to stay seven <laughs> as little as he can forever, but I can't wait until... Max was like totally mentally uh, sufficient enough to kind of like understand yeah. what, what he did, you know, and like comprehend it all and look back at it. And I really wonder what his opinion of it is going to be. You know I, mean, I mean, he was one year old having a wrestling match on television. <laughs> I mean, he, he was like, on- even now after like three more babies. I couldn't imagine any <laughs> of the other babies doing that. To be honest. Like, Max was like a, a special kid. So it's crazy to even think of that. And, you know, you're, since you're he, talking about the match you had against Spud, right? Yeah. But I mean, since he was on the road, literally from six weeks old on, it was just like, it didn't even think twice about it. Cause it's all he knew. It's all we knew. You know, we were just like, okay, fucking Partridge family. Like let's take the yeah. show on the road, like get in the bus, like let's go. So never really thought twice, but looking back now, I'm like, <sighs> that's crazy. <laughs> the great, the greatest appearance Maxwell ever did was whenever we came out for like a night of champions at TNA and uh, Bobby Lashley was the world champion. I had oh. the tag titles and I was rocking it for myself and Jeff because Jeff was hurt and all the other champs came out. But there was a point where the whole crowd we were introducing and I did my whole broken spill and the last person was going to be the world heavyweight champion, Bobby Lashley. And the entire crowd started chanting King Maxwell. And he, he just came in the middle and he heard the music. Yeah. I mean, he is a, a newly turned one-year-old baby at this time. Yeah. You know, and he was clapping. He's like, hey, what are you doing, kid? This kid better get out of here still on my seat. And then Bobby like cuts an impromptu promo on him. It was absolutely it amazing. So you can still see this gift of like Maxwell. Standing there holding clapping, his own, you know, like, and there's eight, there's 800 people or whatever in this <laughs> venue. Screaming his name. <laughs> 700, 800 people just chanting, Max, oh, Max, oh, Max, oh. Yeah. It was uh, so amazing. That's that so he didn't cool. like that he didn't like tear up and like, you know, totally sink in and melt. No, he was yeah, made he's a, for it. He's a baby. So that we have that. could happen, right? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to know from you, though, Rebby, as, as you see these broken hardies getting bigger and bigger, they're obviously one of the most decorated tag teams ever at that point. And eventually they return to WWE at WrestleMania. You guys are running up the stairs. We've all seen the video of it. It's, it's this crazy experience and they make their return in front of 70,000 shocked fans. Uh, was that a moment for you when the enormity of the lives that your husband and his brother are living, did that really sink in for you at that point? 
Uh, I was thinking more short term as opposed to like the legacy mentality. I was just thinking of, you know, the last year, the last couple months, the recent lawsuits that I was involved (laughs) in, all of the drama, uh, all of the ups and downs that led to that moment. Uh, That's kind of what was in my mind. And also just to keep breathing because I was eight and a half months pregnant in four inch heels running up five flights of steps. With a a baby on you. (laughs) With a baby on my back. Yeah, that that was insane. But I mean, I always remember that that visual and I even incorporated it into the pinball machine that I designed for him. It's actually behind us. Of walking down that long, 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 it was a WrestleMania where there was a long ass ramp. It took forever, but just being back there and seeing it, and he just looked so happy. And it just seemed like, like he was right where he was supposed to be. And like everything had paid off and all the drama and all the bullshit and all the work. It was like career validation. It was, you know, a reward for busting his ass. You know, a lot of people were saying like he was over, you know? a flop like he's done nothing without jeff like all that fucking horseshit that people love to say and here he came and he reinvented himself and it was kind of like a victory and a big fuck you to like everybody and you know me i love a big fuck you to everybody more than anyone okay so that was really it was a magical moment it was beautiful it was beautiful i do love that whenever i came back she said i was so proud of you like you just i was crying you, you look so happy i was crying and that that, and that, that was this, very special that to was, this day i could i can't watch that footage without tearing up i mean i couldn't watch it at all for a long time because i would just start burst out crying yeah. just you know it's a lot emotional moment yeah it, it was for a lot of people and for you to see that firsthand it really uh, must have been something so special for you guys. Uh, the last thing I want to hit on on this part here, Rebby, uh, Matt and I talked a lot about it. We did our episode on mental health and addiction uh, a couple months ago, and it, it was really one of the most vulnerable experiences I've ever had on air. And, and seeing Matt talk about some of his struggles over the years, the one commonality that he kept coming back to was that, and he said this verbatim, he had his rider die, and that was you someone who helped push him through those hard and challenging times, uh, turning back the clock. And how difficult was that for you to be there in those times for him? But how important was it for you to help get him through those? Oh, you said that? That's so nice. Um, it, it was... <sighs> It's, it's hard to talk about because personally, like for me, that was some of the worst times in my life because it's really hard to keep yourself together and stay strong and try and, and be there for someone when you feel like they're just disappointing you on purpose, even though that may not actually be the case. Um, it, I mean, it was hard. How how. How I had to get through it was just education, really, like a ton of self-help books and a ton of like NAAA meetings and support groups and, you know, educating myself on 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 how to make myself better so that I could try and help him. Of course, like I can't make him do anything. I mean, I can try. I did try. Yeah, I did the most that she can't. Yeah. So but, you know, it, it, just to to work on myself so that I could help him. And it, I mean, it was hard. That's and, and kind of all of that went, you know, before you die, they say you have a flashback of your life. And it kind of goes back to that WrestleMania moment, like all that kind of flashed through my eye, you know, it flashed by my eyes. And, and that happened. And it was kind of the end. I feel like it was that. Yeah. yeah. 
And I, and I mean, I know I've said this before, but I, I am lucky to have had you and your personality and your willpower and, and, and just the way you act. A lot of people would have just like left and said, fuck you or fucked off. You know what I mean? But like, and you, you would have died. But you stayed on my ass. You know what I mean? And saw me through. And that's something that uh, I will always love you dearly for. You know, and that's very important. To ride or die. <laughs> to ride or die, man. It, I, I think that's the most truly gripping and, and human element of any relationship when someone has those kinds of struggles and their other half is there for them to help them get through it. I, I was just watching a uh, Kurt Angle's documentary on A&E and, and Giovanna talked a lot about, you know, she, she was there for him when Kurt was going through all his insane addiction issues that he had. And uh, it's a true testament to the bond you have, the commonalities you have, and uh, you're, you're an enormously impactful presence in his life, Rebbe. And there's a lot of fans out there who are extremely grateful for you. And, and I just hope that you're cognizant of that because there are people who are very grateful for the service that you did for Matt Hardy. And that's just reality. That's Matt fact. It's not bad. Yeah. Thank you. Reality. <laughs> and I mean, and on top of that too, like, uh, you know, whenever I leave here to go out and, and make a living to, to, you know, bring home income to my family. I mean, she's the one that stays at home with four kids. And that's a huge task. And on top of that, she's like <clears throat> a super mom because not only is she, making them stuff and, and doing stuff. She's always changing their rooms. She's always updating it. I mean, she is so good as a mom in that capacity. And because the pandemic hit <clears throat> right when Maxwell was going to start going to school and we were like unsure of what to do, she started homeschooling the kids and that's worked out great. Maxwell, it, it's unbelievable how well Maxwell can read now. I mean, he can read like a, a 10 year old kid. He just turned seven. Yeah. You know, it, it's incredible. So she does a great job with that. You know, so th those are just more reasons, you know, more, more amazing attributes she has, which makes her so special and extraordinary. Ah, oh, too nice. Too nice. Thank you. Very nice. But this, I mean, it's true. I do always yeah. say you're my favorite Hardy, Rebby, just for the record. I want to make that very Oh, yeah. You know, you're scared of me. That's why you came out. <laughs> Him, Tiny <I>, Dreamer. <laughs> this, this is them all. No, They're all scared. Oh, uh, well, cool. <laughs> we, uh, that's what I want. That's what you're going Do for. Do you want right to now. be loved or feared? Bitch, I want to be feared. <laughs> little Michael Scott there. I like that. Uh, you know, before we get into our, our little last portion here, because I want to play a fun little game with you guys. Matt, you're talking about feeling good, man, these days. Well, I know you're feeling good because of your AG1s. Athletic Greens is teaming with the Matt Hardy podcast, The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy, to present. AG1s. I started taking AG1s because I know that I got this little bad bod going on here. I need to get that gut health in check. I need to get bottom for, with AG1s. They're very good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm telling you, one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamin minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients supporting that gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all those things. And it's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. And here's the reality. there, John. Yes, they're scrumptious. AG ones are scrumptious. They're delectable. AG ones are how I kick off every single day, and and it's also a joy because it tastes so good. 
and it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health. It's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all those different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. And now it's time to reclaim your health Arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, just one scoop in a cup of water every single day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And AG1s, Athletic Greens, we're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash hardy. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash hardy to take ownership over your health. Pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. One year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and how many free travel packs, Matt Hardy? Five, Cinco, five, Cinco, five. Hand the beats there, buddy. Athleticgreens.com forward slash Hardy. And we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. Yeah, he's good at this. He's getting good at this, Rebby. Hell, he was saying it yeah. first because the speaker is on and he's all fucking muffled. That's why he's like, I couldn't understand what the hell he was trying to say. Now I, I figured it out, but that's why I was looking at him. Like, what? <laughs> Who the fuck are you talking about? Okay, got it, got it. Yeah. Take your vitamins. Matt Hardy. <laughs> Matt Hardy's very good at whoring himself out for products. It's it's really uh, impressive. It, it takes yeah. a lot of intestinal yeah, for products. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I want to play a little game with you guys here because I, I had a bunch of people reach out to me this past week when we announced that we were going to be talking about Rebby and they said, you got to play the wedding shoe game. Have you ever heard of the wedding shoe game, you guys? Oh, the shoe? you put your, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we don't have a shoe with us. That's fine. So basically, I'm going to ask you guys a question. I'm going to count you down from three and you're going to either point to your partner or you're going to point to yourself if it, it describes okay. you best. Okay. So, so a little game here. The person the statement is relevant to. Okay. Okay. So, uh, here's our first question here. Who's more romantic? Three, two, one. What do you think? Who's more romantic? Romantic? Oh, what are you, bitch? (laughs) Why is that, Rebby? You're more romantic. You heard my toilet bowl story, right? (laughs) And that's kind of the extent of it. Okay. No, I, I, I have to look him in the face and say, love me, <laughs> be romantic to me. I have come a long ways. He has. Uh, and I, I have learned a lot over the years, especially uh, raised by wolves. You know, yeah, I was I was literally raised by wolves. I've had to rear in, him in, in the woods, you know, because uh, our, our mom died before myself or Jeff were mentally capable to really talk to her. So we never learned anything from a, a lady figure or a woman in our life. Socially inept. Yeah. So. So, uh, yeah, uh, I have grown quite a bit over the years. And then just just wait to our birthday. I'm going to surprise her big. Oh, okay. that'll be tomorrow. Whenever this is, this is airing. It is tomorrow. The big yes. surprise. Okay. okay. I like this. I'm happening. ready. Yeah. Raised by the legend. I don't know if you got those uh, ladylike uh, characteristics driven to you in your childhood. So I, yeah. I, I understand yeah. that. I get that. Okay. Uh, who, who's more likely to fall asleep in front of the TV? Three, <laughs> two, one. I'm Matt Hardy. Okay. <laughs> You're a snoozer, Matt. Uh, I mean, if I'm tired, I'll, I'll go to sleep, especially if I'm still like uh, I, I know she'll go and she'll keep moving and moving. If I sit there and and especially when my schedule has been intense or I haven't slept a lot, I haven't slept sufficiently. If I sit down and I get comfortable somewhere, I will fall asleep. OK, I, I've got a, a good one here. Who gives a better massage? That'd be uh, Yeah. Yeah. 
sensual hands there, Matt Hardy? Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I get a lot of requests for it, so I guess I've had practice. <laughs> every time I'm pregnant, he's the best. He's really is. He's a great partner. When I'm pregnant, he he would rub me every night. That's okay. probably why I ended up pregnant. Too. <laughs> okay. There you go. Exactly. Uh, okay. Uh, here's a good one. Who has the crazier family? Three, two, one, go. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe it? Oh Ima- imagine this fucked up mess and then mine is well. <laughs> I, literally, that one was like, that was a, that was a, a tie. It was a deadline. Uh, it took me a second, but yeah. really, you barely, you crossed the finish line, a uh, iota before. Yeah. An iota. <laughs> The, the yeah, Bariquas from Queens, it's a little yeah. crazier, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of ingredients in that pot. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's 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 fair. Okay. Uh let's see. We got uh who's more dramatic? Three, two, one, go. I knew you were gonna point to me. Yeah, well, of course you did. This would be the first one that we would disagree on. Oh no. They pointed at each other, guys. Uh, what uh, what's what's the rationale behind that, Rebby? Why is he the more dramatic one? Yeah, what's the rationale behind that, Rebby? You Rebbe? probably spend more time with him than I do. I mean, you tell me, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Are you really asking that question? You know this man for more than five minutes. You will be able to answer that question. Very dramatic. Very I, dramatic. I am not dramatic. <laughs> I think I think you. I think did, did you, you record the beginning of this fucking podcast when he's crying about a headphone and all that? Roll, roll that tape. That's it. That. But if they record it too, you're the one that said you want to have the headphones. Right. And I just said, can we just do it without? Person, I'm very again, good. Once again, you compromise. He sounds like compromise. the fucking teacher from Charlie Brown, bro. He sounds great to me. <laughs> if you take off your headphones. <laughs> okay. Uh, I love this. This is so great. Okay, let's see. Now, this one's interesting. Because I could see this going either way. Who's more likely to max out their credit card? Three, oh. two, one. Okay. We're going with Rebby here. He's not going either way. He's yeah. so cheap. <laughs> he ain't buying shit. He does not buy anything at all ever. Like once a year, he'll go shopping. Like it's definitely me. Big money. Uh, yeah, you, 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 you can definitely tell who like really thinks about money. Like, okay, well, we've spent this. We need to save. And who just says, fuck it, just spend it. It's not coming fuck in. Fuck it. <laughs> not fuck. No, I'm very like financially aware. I'm not just That's like, good. I'm not out here dripping in fucking Gucci. I was, like, I was hoping you, know, you were going to say I'm very financially savvy. I was hoping that's savvy? what you're you going to use. I'm very financially savvy. Oh, okay. I'm about to release an ebook. No, no. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, I, when you think of like typical, like, wrestling wife or like athlete's wife like you're not gonna think of somebody like me you know what i mean like yeah. i'm not out here like trying to stunt trying to ball like i buy stuff that will like enrich our home or i buy shit like for our kids it's not just like frivolous like making it rain on these holes like <laughs> I, I, i'm not i'm not disagreeing with any of that okay. i think that comes with how you grew up right Rebby? like in queens in in the boroughs you're you're out there and it's it's really you're just surrounded by that hustle bustle and yeah and I don't know, it's just different it's different I'm just trying to throw it around yeah my, my mindset certainly comes from how i grew up because i grew up like super dirt, dirt poor right. so i'm very like you know once again pro wrestling i've been doing as we've said many times uh 30 years coming up october 15th 
uh, I have no knowledge and, and I don't know how long I'm going to be able to do this. So I, I, it's very important to me to establish and have uh, a, a lot of money set back that you know you have and that you're safe and secure. So that's always in the back of my mind too, because I'm always thinking about, I don't want just us to be okay, but I want to have some stuff for my kids too. So they have a, a bit of a head start, especially more than I ever had. Okay. Yeah. Um, I got, got, the, got gaggle. the gaggle. The gaggle. I got two more for you here. Uh, who's more likely to steal all the covers on a cold night? No, we don't sleep together anymore. <laughs> yeah, sure. We don't sleep in the same bed. I think that would, would it be, be you, me. Though. I don't yeah, even. I think so. If it was chilly, okay, it might be. So I would just, I'd fall asleep and I wouldn't even wake up. Like she'll wake up if a pin drops. Yeah. Oh, you're a light sleeper. I'm a yeah. mother. Yeah. yeah I mother, need but to. She, she, like, and once I go to sleep, I'm done. I, I'll wake up and I'll just be cold in the morning. Dad privilege. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All it's right. probably me. And here's the last one. Who wears the pants in the relationship? Oh, I have the answer for this. I do. And he lets it happen because he knows they're coming off later anyway. (laughs) No, it's it's him. It's him. We're we're pretty equal. But I do have just with like a Hispanic upbringing, like (laughs) traditional family roles are kind of ingrained in me. It's like progressive as I am of about stuff like that. There's a big duality though. And you're right. Where we're both very equal when it comes to that, as far as like deciding futures and plans and which direction we're going to take our children or what we're going to do. I I do feel like it's very equal on that level. He's still daddy though. Yeah. Daddy. I love that. Uh, we we to, to round us out here, we got a few Ask Matt questions about Rebby and to Rebby that the fans wanted to uh, know here. So uh, we got uh, Francis says, when you met Matt, when did you know that he was the one? You just mentioned that you had the little day at Universal and you saw, OK, this guy might be long term. But when was it that you knew he was the one? Uh, hi, Francis. Thank you for the question. After we had sex. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> that was it. Are you laughing? Oh, I mean, it's, it's a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> I fully subscribe to that answer. Okay. That's yeah. I advocate that answer. I wasn't sure, but we had sex. I was like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I'm here. That's, that's the long term dick. That's it. I got you. That's that. <laughs> one day. That one day. One dick. One dick. Oh God. That's we, funny. So we met on the Hardy on the Hardy on the Wives podcast. At the end of every show, we say one dick. And that's our farewell. And yeah, Remy, nobody, um, nobody prep me for this. So no. all, okay, bye. Thanks for and and they're all going one dick, one dick. It's like bitch. The fuck is this? And, and oh. we say it, and Rebby goes. Make it a big one. I, mean, and, I, I had no context. So, I mean, and, one big, make it a big one, Bobby. And okay. that is now, I now say that at the end of every single episode. <laughs> okay. in, tribute, oh, God. in tribute to Re- to Rebecca there. So, good uh, okay, so that's good. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Brother Zero says, uh, at Rebby Hardy, are you as sweet and cheerful in real life as you sound on the hashtag House Hardy Twitch stream, except for the occasional Rebby rant? Yes, 
Yes. People have this terrible uh, idea of me that I'm just like this raging, like angry person who just hates everything. And like part of that is true, but (laughs) I mean, it has to be triggered. It has to, you know what I mean? I'm not just like that by default. You know, it just happens to be that there's a lot of stupid motherfuckers who like to press buttons, which I've been getting better. I don't even respond to it anymore, you know, but I feel like my default is a pretty like chill, like calm accommodating, nice, cordial person. I mean, it's very obvious, you know, being a Bariqua. And there's like Southern nice. And then there's like fucking real world nice. And I I say that there's a huge difference, you know, in the South, if, if you're not like brushing their hair and calling them pet names, you're a bitch, you know, but like in New York, I'm probably nicer than most, you know what I mean? So it's, it's just like, well, too, I I feel like that, like, I'm very like, I'm, I, I, I'm very leveled off, you know, like in, I'm, I'm pretty in control of my emotions. I feel like, and I feel like I've gotten better, especially with you because no one would drive me crazier than you if we were on different pages about something because you're very intense. But when I say intense, I'm going to say it as a compliment because like when things are great, they're the best ever, you know, her passion is like through the roof and the, and the best ever whenever, whenever she's happy. But if she's in a bad mood and like you've done something wrong and she's pissed off, like, Oh my God, it's a, it's a nightmare. You know what I mean? It's just like, you, you, you don't want to have to deal with that. You don't want to have to deal with her wrath. But when it's good, it's the most amazing stuff ever. There you go. There you go. Very nice person. Thank you for the question. I love that. <laughs> uh, Austin asks, how proud were you of Matt when he finally won the TNA World Heavyweight Championship? That was nice. Super proud. And it was nice that we got to be there and, and got in the ring. And it was like a special little Yeah, little that we moment. did together too. It was cool. Yeah. And, and just that it was like the... Um, you know, I, there there's some discrepancy. Like some people say, "Oh, I never won a world title," and but I, the TNA one, I feel like was the first one that no one can say shit. Like that's it. Like that is the world title. So that was like a huge, a huge deal, a big accomplishment. That was cool. I love that. Super proud. I love that. I, I framed it up real big and I put it in the gym. Yeah, I love the whole belt display that you guys have there. That's so cool with all the different replicas. That's awesome. Um, we got two more here, and then we'll bring things to a close. We got from Matty P., one of our loyal Extreme Life and Matt Hardy listeners. Uh, he says, what are the most adorable trait or traits of each member of House Hardy that Rebby enjoys? Also, happy early birthday. What did he say? Okay, so, what, so what are... I'll repeat the question. He says, what are the most adorable trait or traits of each member of House Hardy that Rebby enjoys and happy early birthday? Uh, Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, Traits of each person. The most adorable traits of each person of House Hardy, all the House Hardy members. Okay. Um, Evie, because she's sweet and she's a princess. Barty, because he's super charismatic. Um, he's definitely gonna be like the the breakout yep. of the boys, I feel like. Uh Wolfie, super creative, um, just super creative, always like uh, dancing and, and painting and building things. Uh Maxwell, because he's super, really, really empathetic, really in tune with his feelings, cares about other people, just a sweet, kind person senior benjamin because he's the fucking og and he is there for us in every way we could not live the lives that we have if it wasn't for senior benjamin for sure um and then the best thing about you you're just so beautiful i love you so much and you're so sexy (laughs) that's what i tell am i missing anybody oh and jeff is you know uh he's he's cool he's a rock star He's a rock star. <laughs> what about Vanguard One? Vanguard One, the boat. 
Vanguard one, Vanguard one. I'm I'm still mad that you tried to replace Vanguard one. <laughs> I still got heat about Vanguard one. That other Neo, 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 Nero, Neo one, Neo, Neo. Yeah, Neo. I don't like that guy. No, <laughs> Vanguard one was where it's at, and you should. Yeah, big big drone heat, brother. You should have never betrayed his. I'm with you. His uh, loyalty. Uh, no, I didn't. I mean, he he'll be back. Our last oh. question comes from uh, Big Money Mike. And he wants to know what accomplishment of each other are you the most proud of and what are your respective love languages? Oh, okay. Oh, I know mine. I know all that. You go first. No, no, you go, please. Um, I would say my love language is acts of service. What have you done for me lately? If you say you love me, then wash the fucking dishes. If you say you love me, don't leave your shit around. If you say you love me, then give me a fucking hug. Um, and then I am most proud of him be the best dad, just the best yeah. dad before he became a dad. If you told me that he was just going to be super hands-on and super responsible and on board with logical parenting choices and, and there for literally everything and anything and never complain, you know, you hear so many horror stories of men that don't want to change diapers and men don't, that don't want to pull their way or, you know, it's all, it's your baby. You do it. You're the mom. He is like fucking super dad he's the best he's really good like so i I would say it's that okay um i would say my love language to you would be like uh especially when you're very kind and nice to me especially because you're 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 very understanding of i've been through a, a tough day or a tough situation or scenario and also just the way you raise our children i mean that's a huge deal I mean, when I see you, you talk about hands-on being super mom. You are super mom when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. And just uh, whenever I feel like I have grown and evolved as a, a lover and a partner and a husband, and it makes you happy and proud, I also uh, enjoy that as well. Very much so. I like that. How wholesome. I, I love that. <laughs> Great questions, guys. Thank you all for gaining. Oh, very nice. Thanks for the questions. Question. Uh, Rebby, this, this has been super fun. Um, I want to hear more what's going on with the house hardy Twitch, anything good lately. And, uh, want to plug your TikTok and your Instagram. Sure TikTok, you don't stop. Check me out on TikTok. It's at Rebby Hardy or just search the hashtag house hardy. Uh, and Twitch of course is twitch.tv slash house hardy. And uh, we're on there all the time. The whole family, not just Matt, it's Matt, me, the kids, all kind of streaming, all kind of unboxing, family friendly for the most part, unless I'm on doing a solo stream, then it's completely not. But there there are times when we were downstairs watching Stranger Things a couple nights ago. It was 1230 and Wolfie wakes up out of bed and he comes down and he says, Mama, can I stream? (laughs) He said, Wolfie, it's it's the next day. Go to bed. Two o'clock in the morning, and go to sleep. They're wild, man. That's so. Oh, but, but clearly, they're influenced by you, and they see what you guys are doing, and I think that's cool. That's awesome, and they're good at it. So they're yeah, very they good, are at good at it. They are good at it, and that's that's really cool. Uh, well, Rebby, first off, happy early birthday again to you, and uh, we hope that this next year is full of nothing but uh, laughter and love and kindness and all that jazzy stuff. But uh, a, a genuine thank you from not just me, but all of our listeners here. I, I know that Matt's time is valuable with you. And I'm super appreciative that, you know, you allow him to spend this time teaching and educating people here on this podcast. And I know that we take away his time and I apologize for that. And I'm grateful, okay. but but uh, we do appreciate it. And, and you're a rock star mom. And just know that everyone loves them some Queen Rebecca. Thank you. Thank you very much. Nice of you to say.
Absolutely. Very nice things all around. Very surprised. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I only say not, yeah, I because you I'm terrified. I'm terrified. You know that. So, so you know, it's it's only nice things all around. Oh, all thank you. Uh, no, but, right. uh, thank you so much, Rebby. Have a good one. Bye. Bye, Rebby. Matt Hardy, that was lots of fun. Uh, next week, we're going to do another really unique episode. You ready for it? Yeah. We're going to do Tag Team Mount Rushmore. Oh, okay. We're going to pick your Mount Rushmore of tag team wrestling. And maybe we'll even go into some other Mount Rushmores. I'd like to do that too, uh, beyond just tag teams, but we'll start with Uh tag teams and we'll get your opinions and you'll break down with us why these teams specifically are on your respective Mount Rushmores. I I think it's a really unique perspective and who better to, I mean, the good brothers on our panel just said that you were, the Hardy Boys, that you're the greatest tag team of all time. So who better to get perspective from than the secret sauce of the greatest tag they, team of all time? They were very kind, the Good Brothers. Very, very kind. Yeah, so, that, that sounds fun. Uh, I, you kind of caught me by surprise by that, but yeah. I, I dig it. I am down for it. So we will be doing that, followed by Ask Matt Anything the week after that, which are always some of your favorite episodes. And then we got the big one, Matt Hardy. It's coming up. We've been building to this all year long. Fans have been asking for it. It's probably one of our most requested episodes. August 26th, TLC1, SummerSlam 2000. And I cannot wait to get the behind the scenes story of all of that, man. We got a busy month here. Yeah, yeah. Great content. Great content. Looking forward to all these. And again, guys, you can get that all in the archives as well. ExtremeHardy.com. Check out BoxingGimmicks.com. Get your Let It Play Out t-shirt, your Spoken Matt Hardy, your Extreme Life of Matt Hardy, your Matt Fact, Matt Fiction. You wore that. I was wearing that in Asheville all day long. You did. It looked great on you. And uh, go get excellent shirt. It is a great T-shirt. Boxagimmicks.com, guys. Uh, Matt, I really loved this episode, and I'm really glad and appreciative of Rebby's time. Uh, anything else you want to add on this? No, the, this was a lot of fun. And uh, I am, I'm glad I got her to come sit down and long enough to do this. You could tell she, once again, as I was saying, the busy feet, she had to leave. She had to get out of here as quick as she can. That's how she is. New York Minute. Go, 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 go. Um, but but it, it was a lot of fun. And uh, once again, I always want to thank all of our listeners out there or viewers, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much for supporting myself and John. We are working really hard for you guys. And we really love bringing you the extreme life of Matt Hardy each and every week. We really do. This past weekend in Nashville was genuinely one of the most rewarding weekends of my career, and it's in large part due to the show. So uh, thank you guys for your support. And uh, I guess I've just got to say this. The words have been spoken. We'll see you next time right here on The Extreme Life of Matt Hart. Oh, adios, everyone.
If you could change one thing about your home, what would it be? A new kitchen, a new master bath, maybe put in a pool. What if you could do it with no money out of pocket and cheaper monthly payments? Savewithconrad.com can help, and you can even skip your next two house payments. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender, savewithconrad.com.